our mic system is called Scarlet. I forgot. We've got Scarlet Envy. Scarlet. Girl, I just saw the best trade picture Scarlet posted on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but whew, I got hot and bothered, girl. Uh-oh. No, I have not. I'll have to do my, my homework. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of Scarlet kneeling, suggestively wearing Soju's sister's t-shirt and only Soju's t-shirt, <laughs> but like appropriately covering the spots that would get her banned (laughs) oh okay we have to see what the fish is serving interesting it's so weird because scarlet's like 100 percent trade but like not great at doing drag i don't know (laughs) (laughs) maybe this is her um insta model story episode one was not great at doing drag still yeah this is only based on episode one That sounded really shady, and I was like, I think I need to clarify. Like, just based on episode one, girl. (laughs) I saw she was going to post some chapstick that she was selling on her website, and I was like, bitch, we already recorded that on our podcast. It's like she knew. Uh Even the Drag Race girls are listening to our podcast and stealing our shit now. Uh (sighs) Uh-oh. The hustle is real, girl. (laughs) Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, All right. Welcome back to another week of Thanks for Coming. My name is Seth. What is yours? Hello, it's Jamal. Hello, it's Stony. Hey everyone, we're back again for a magically gay day at Thanks for Coming, the Magically Gay Podcast. We're back, back, back again to cover more season eleven of RuPaul's Drag Race. But before we get into that, girl, like, how's your week's going? My week's been kind of like up and down. There's nothing really negative. It's mostly just the weather. I'm so ready for warmer weather. It's just been a refrigerator every day outside, and it's terrible. Ugh, it's just not fun. But still on the fitness train, trying to do our best over here at TFC East headquarters. <laughs> yeah, skinny legend. That's right. Skinny legend is the goal, but I can't really complain. It's been a good week. Yeah, my week has been pretty good. So um, I guess last weekend I got actually a Fitbit. And so now I'm like super obsessed with it, which I didn't think I would be, but I think it's because I'm like such a numbers person. So now I'm like obsessed. Like, (laughs) so I'm like constantly looking at how many steps do I have? Like how many, oh my God, like I only have to do like 10 more thousand steps until I can (laughs) meet my goal. So then I'm like, okay, well, so I'm going to get up and walk around and like, so I can, you know, get to the next step. Pretty soon we're going to be part of mall walkers of America. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be so fit soon. Everyone's going to be like, oh my God, are you a model? Did you stone that Fitbit? (laughs) Yeah. Like I'll basically just each week, like my trade of the week will just be a selfie of me. Yeah. (laughs) Fitness update me, bitch. (laughs) It's week 587. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. What else has been going on? Anything fun? Oh, actually, so my mom is moving here to Indianapolis from Charleston. Well, breaking news. You heard it here first. Bow, 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 bow. Yep. Mama Miller is coming to Indy. I told her she should have just come here in the first place, but 
now there's a grandchild, so I guess that's a good enough reason for her to move here. Yes. <laughs> no, it'll be fun to have her. Yeah, welcome to the crew. Well, I mean, she's already part of the crew, but she'll like be in town now. In it's town. Like America's like best new dance crew or whatever that she'll show is. She'll probably be at the brunch table with <laughs> us. You should get her to move next to a mother bear so you can just go there all the time. <laughs> now that's a plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my week's been going good. Last weekend, I went to a fun drag show viewing party with our Miss Gay Washington, London Bradshaw. Nice. And she always turns it out. She had some good guests last time that I hadn't seen before. Uh, We posted some videos from it on our Instagram. So check it out if you have not already. And... Oh, I went day drinking on Saturday. <laughs> so oh, that that's was always fun. fun. Oh, jealous. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I swear, when I know it's like a day drinking day, I'm like, Ugh, it's 10 a.m. We can like round up to noon, right? I'm going to go make a drink. Who wants one? Girl, like a, <laughs> a good solid like 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. is like perfect for me. We'll put orange juice <laughs> yeah. in it. It's breakfast. <laughs> It was like 47 degrees here in Seattle. And everyone's like, yeah, it's so fucking hot party. We're day drinking. (laughs) Uh, I can't wait. Uh, We need some warmer weather. I can't wait to sit on a patio with a margarita. Yeah, girl. It was real nice. Blue skies. And it was a warmish day in Seattle. That's really all we could ask for. (laughs) But, um, But other than that, not too much has been going on. I'll just go ahead and start to warn people that I will be going on vacation in a couple weeks. Oh my gosh, it's coming up. I know. I'll be on next week's podcast, but after that, there will be like a two-week break of Seth, so everyone just prepare yourselves. I know it's going to be really sad. I know. We're going to miss you, Queen, but we're going to do our best to fill those shady boots of yours. Yeah. I see, you know, a couple listeners in Italy and France, so if any of our listeners are in italy or france and want to like chill and show me around your city i'm open fun oh my gosh could you imagine like an tfc italian meetup like how badass yeah oh even I'm- if like two people showed up that'd be like the coolest party <laughs> Yeah, girl. I'm going to be in Italy with my samples of cheese, like trying to peddle TFC, being our brand ambassador. Wait. You catch me at the Eiffel Tower, pass it out, brie cheese samples, girl. She's 10 to three. So that means, like, one of us will have to host, which is, like, very, Uh-oh. like, unfortunate and, like, terrible, but it's fine. Hey, we're fun. <laughs> Stony did a good job last time. I enjoyed it the week I was gone and Stony was the host. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to do it again. Yeah, well, yes. I guess I'll do it. I just, I hate hosting because then I have to, like, actually, I don't know. <laughs> you have to actually, watch like, the show. Yeah, <laughs> you have to watch and you have to listen and you have to not play video games. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. Like, because now I can just, like, be on my phone and just, like, kind of, like, make rude comments every now and then. <laughs> and, like, Shit. when I. I host actually have to like 
I don't know, like move the show forward. Now I'm just like here. So it's the least you can do. I always get a setup. Like I do all of the setup equipment stuff. Stony Lake does not touch it. We all have yeah. our lane, I guess. And y'all know he doesn't know how to work Instagram. So it's like, really, what is he doing? I'm basically just like a blob. I just like lay here. I'm like, feed me. Like he's our spirit animal. Oh, that's cute. All right, you guys. So we haven't gotten to do this in a while but it's pretty exciting that we get to now um i found this website where we get to like see all of our reviews even ones from other countries that don't show up on our itunes that we check yes we're getting to see more awesome from more of the lovely globe yes girl we got a comment from great britain and this happened back in january so it's like a little bit old so sorry girl we found you (laughs) 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 we got there didn't we (laughs) yeah so this comment comes from vic the bear and he says or she they say very funny podcast those three are great highly recommended uh thanks vic bear yeah, thank you. As we said before, we like when people say nice things about us. So, <laughs> this is like your cue to leave reviews. Like we know how to spine all of you now. So it doesn't matter what country you're leaving them from. Insert Evie oddly laugh here. <laughs> <laughs> A little less cookie monster. <laughs> all right. <sighs> Didn't you, you were, before we started recording, you mentioned something that I didn't notice or hear about on Twitter about the, uh, all the winning Queens pictures were in the background of the photo shoot. Like, obviously we saw Bianca, but you said one of the Queens actually was not on the mantle. Yeah. So like on the season premiere, like during the mini challenge, they basically had the way the room was set up, like there were pictures in the background of all the winners. So like, I, I forget which Instagram or Twitter account I saw this on, but basically somebody like screen grabbed like all of the from the episode and looked at all the winners and all the winners were there except for Tyra. (laughs) Of course, like, (laughs) girl, you can't be threatening to blow shit up. So basically this is like now like everyone's just like, okay, it's confirmed like you know, Rue is basically over Tyra at this point. Like, she's not going to take her shit anymore. So, I guess <laughs> Tyra is officially canceled. Or I guess I think we need to start. What is that? Like, change.org petition to make, like, Tatiana <laughs> the season two winner now. Oh. Uh-oh. I think we should I'm just starting give it, it to Raven. Throw it to Raven. I don't know. I mean, choices, Either one right? would be good. <laughs> yeah oh gosh well speaking of talking about blowing people up i don't know if you guys all saw online but there was a video of silky nutmeg ganache at a viewing party in chicago illinois at roscoe's and she made a joke about mercedes iman diamond when she walked by she said yeah this season is gonna blow up because mercedes is the first muslim queen yeah that was just a bit much (laughs) yeah i don't know that's just like a lot to like i don't know let's just like that's just a bad joke have some sense right like it's just not funny 
It's disrespectful. Especially just like in the climate right now, like with like our political climate, like it's just not something really. I well, yeah. Know. And I mean, really like with that magnifying glass over it, it's just like rude. Like those jokes aren't funny anymore. They definitely don't land yeah. like they used to. So we just need to phase them out. We need some new material and see people for them being human beings, you know. Right, Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that queen she knows she knows she learned her lesson we saw the oscars with no host <laughs> it was actually really good with no host so bye <laughs> thanks for coming girl <laughs> but um but yeah, so other shady boots news is um oh the murray and peter presents production crew that does the haters roast uh-huh. and a couple other tours and basically everyone is like over their shit because monet exchange our current reigning all-star in the hall of fame well one of them was <laughs> told to was basically kicked off the tour because she had the opportunity to be in a madonna music video and needed to miss like maybe one date or something like that and it was like supposedly two last minute notice or whatever because wow. according to peter and murray she only told them like maybe a few hours before shows was about to start hmm. so i don't know how true that is but then all the tea the flood you know the floodgates opened and all the tea started spilling and uh, we learned that like some of their like cast members were uh, sending dick pics to the drag queens unsolicited and what else oh we learned that uh ginger minge's husband actually worked for their production t- team and he was fired because he went to go support ginger because her grandma died or was dying so her husband came to like support her while she was like in her last days uh-huh. and they fired her wow her husband yeah, and what like I even saw where Ginger got banned from the tour or whatever because she had like basically something came up and she had to film something for just a couple days, like not the whole tour. And like it was for that Dumplin' show or movie, whatever it is. Okay, that's what it was. But they were basically just like you're canceled. But it's just like they seem very. I don't know. Why are they so rigid? Unforgiving and just being like, okay, well, this is what it is. It's like, you do understand, like, these queens, like, they're trying to make bucks, right? Like, these are working entertainers. Yeah. So they're going to, like, if they can get a better, like, gig, you know, filming, like, a TV show, like, it's not something that's going to take up the whole tour, but, like, they may have to be in and out every now and then. And it's not even like what's making them the most money. It's like they're trying to establish themselves even deeper. So they're going to take any gig that is worth a damn. So you have to be a little flexible. And if you're in the entertainment industry, surely you'd be like aware that that's kind of a thing. Right. It's like if you're going to get the opportunity to be in a music video or a movie, like a print product that will be around forever Uh and that why would you not take the opportunity to get your name out there to maybe people that don't know who you are? Like, I'm sure there's a lot of Madonna fans that don't know who Monet is. Right. Exactly. And with a name like that, like how could you say no to that? Right. You can't say no to Madonna. Come on now. (laughs) Like bitch, she's Madonna. (laughs) Like I swear if Beyonce called right now, I'm just like, we need you on a plane in two hours. Like I would just get up and leave. Like what job? What family? What? 
I'm out. Are you coming with me? Because I'm leaving. <laughs> Stoney has to watch Reynolds so he can't come. Yeah, I'm just like, I've accepted it at this point. <laughs> 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 Sorry, girl. You can't meet Beyonce now. <laughs> oh, man. What a mess, though. But yeah, they're, they're making a whole big mess out of it. And of course, they're trying to play like innocent and the victim in the public relation tactics. Yeah. But girl, no one's having it. No one believes you, girl. They should know better, especially with the crazy like Rue fans out here. Like they're just out for any pinch of blood. So I guess they got what was coming to them. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really like here for Mary and Peter. Like I've we've been to their shows multiple times. Like I think they've had like they used to do the Christmas Queens tour. And that was kind of like underwhelming and it was just like terrible. So whatever, girl, bye. (laughs) Yeah, when Alyssa was supposed to be there, but then dropped off. Yeah, which they probably like kicked her off because she was like probably doing something else. She's probably filming (laughs) Dancing Queen that's on Netflix. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. So they've been exposed and promptly canceled. Girl, bye, Murray and Peter. No one cares about you. Yeah, we'll be sure not to buy any more of those tickets well, for a little and bit. I saw where Bob did say that she was basically like, we should like start our own like touring company and like share the money between the queens and like kind of like title situation. Nice. And I was like, you guys should do that. So do they it. They should. It's totally possible. I mean, Latrice already has a management company. Like that's a great one of knowledge there yeah i mean there are queens that have companies that can do it i mean yeah that's true uh, bible girl has drag queen merch mm-hmm. she could just do a drag queen merch tour you know yep i mean i don't know i guess i don't know her money situation but i would assume her website is pretty successful so she could like put it on or at least sponsor yeah i mean that's a really good idea and that's the kind of stuff that people can turn out yeah so We'll see. I think the story might still be continuing, so I can't wait to see all the messy shit that happens next. <laughs> we'll be watching with our low-carb popcorn. Catch me like Stacy Lane Bryant in the corner <laughs> with my fucking iPhone. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. Well, I think all the tea has been spilleth, and I think we should move on to our honesty spill of the week and talk about what happened in RuPaul's Drag Race Episode 2, Season 11. Uh, honesty. Well, uh, welcome back, everyone. This is your honesty segment of the week where we recap episode two of season 11 from RuPaul's Drag Race. Who's excited this week? Another new drama filled episode. Season 11 is not disappointing. These girls are just jumping into the mess, even though, you know, there might not be such a mess. They're just making messes. So I'm here for it. Yeah, so far, they're pretty much just like dominating like all of the like drama and like they're spilling all the tea so <laughs> i don't know i'm loving it so far no edge is safe <laughs> yes girl there are no edges safe wigs will be launched into space <laughs> and we'll be orbiting with the moon <laughs> so to start this episode you know obviously our sister soju has been removed you know with a procedure in the doctor's office (laughs) (laughs) Ugh, bye soju girl i hope you got that cleaned up has popped (laughs) yeah the the runway has been sanitized and everything (laughs) is ready to go (laughs) (laughs) gross (laughs) 
<laughs> hey guys, I'm actually oozing right now. Uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like vomits. Oh god. Fucking gross. Um, anyways, love you, Soju. Actually though, I we do. Um so then Scarlet gets in her feelings. She's a little bit delusional about her dress, thinking that she should have won when her like hymns are popping. <laughs> oh yeah, and she got called out too <laughs> on that. I think yeah. Scarlet just has like she expects a lot of herself, right? Everybody can relate to this, but the execution just wasn't there this week, girl. You still have however many more weeks ahead of you. Yeah, Alexis, or uh, I was gonna say Scarlet has earned the Alexis Michelle Award of the season so far by just thinking she's just absolutely fabulous when she's wearing trash. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was going to ask, is she the new Valentina? Because <laughs> she's so delusional. Like, my outfit was great. Oh, no. Well, that too, yeah. <laughs> a blend. <laughs> yeah. She's more of a extra French vanilla fantasy. <laughs> but also, why couldn't she let just Brooklyn enjoy her goddamn moment? You know, like, she wanted sh- the first challenge. Like, let her celebrate. Yeah, she's being a little bratty. But the girls this season, they definitely keep each other in line so far. We'll They're get more into that. A little thirsty, I think, is the problem. They're all just like trying to steal the spotlight. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of thirsty, the c- episode continues, and the girls are around the table, and Silky decides that everyone needs to play bang, marry, kill, and ah. all the girls basically choose to kill Silky. <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> the shade, right? They're just like, "Well, we're playing a game, right? It's just a game, ha ha." Yeah, ha ha. I'm gonna kill Silky also. <laughs> Kahana was like, I will fuck Silky, but also kill her. <laughs> Black Widow style. She's That's like, I'm done with you. Sounds like some type of like, I don't know, sex like fetish or something. <laughs> I'm sure it is, girl. Well, Kahana already wants everyone to say her name very sexual. Kahana. Kahana. <laughs> Club 96. so we actually have played like in the past we played a game of bang marry kill before on the podcast so now that we have new girls i was wondering if you guys would want to play one quick round of bang marry kill with only the season 11 girls including soju every single season 11 girl oh yeah let's do this i know it's gonna be kind of hard because there's so much trade this season yeah i have like i already know what my picks are Bang, marry, kill. Yeah. It is mm. hard. I am kind of like conflicted between, but I think I know who I want to pick. I feel like we're all going to pick relatively the same people, but uh, <laughs> who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go Jamal Stoney. I'll go first since I already kind of know. Yeah. That's a good so, point. Okay. I am going to kill Silky, obviously. Abby. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then. I'm going to bang Kahana Montrese. Yes. <laughs> and then I'm going to marry Vanjie because I want to be married to the Cookie Monster. And I love, <laughs> like, I just, I want to be old with her. And I just want her to, like, yell at me when she's, like, in the kitchen or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And whenever you leave the room, are you going to be, like, Mr. Vanjie? Oh, Mr. my gosh. Mr. Vanjie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
What about you, Jamal? This is a hard one. So just because she's on my nerves, I'm going to kill Raja. Ooh. <laughs> she's just a choice. Yeah, bye. I think I will bang Evie for sure. Mm. And, you know, I'm actually going to marry Sugar Cane. <laughs> oh, work. That's a good one. There's, I like that. There's something cute about Sugar and the boy drag and the attitude's fun. Yeah, I can see that. Dang, this is so hard. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Your turn. (laughs) So um, obviously, I feel like my bang is easy if you've been listening this far into the episode. So I think my bang is going to be Scarlet Envy because... She's cute, but I feel like there's not not a lot there besides that. <laughs> One night stand type. Maybe a five night stand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't it didn't say you can only fuck her once. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she would be a lot to deal with, like to marry, because she seems to have kind of a diva attitude. <laughs> illusions of grandeur (laughs) um so i would obviously kill silky sorry girl (laughs) had to happen (laughs) and then my mary is really tough because for me it's between evie and honey but i feel like i have to go with you know just sticking true to my heart i feel like i have to go with evie because like we're both weirdos but like i really wanted to pick honey (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a tough decision that's a good pick i was actually conflicted between mary and vanji or honey yeah honey would be such a good wife you could have totally you can have a poly relationship though so you could have two wives if that's your gig oh yeah we can have like a nebraska um nick san pedro and uh Derek, Derek Barry, Barry situation. <laughs> yeah, the one that got hit by the car this episode. It was really gratifying, actually. <laughs> yeah, I actually felt really good about that. <laughs> Is Derek Barry the new um, what's her face from All Stars Four? Why do I f- Stacy Lane Matthews? I can't remember more than two names. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> I don't know. Is she, she going to be on like every episode now? Watch her pop up. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Okay. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> Anyways, that was fun. But moving on, <laughs> we'll go to the mini challenge where the queens are photobombing iconic pictures. We've seen this challenge before, and it's actually a really fun mini challenge, I think. So Mm -hmm. I was happy to see it come back. Yeah, this was always a fun one to see how, you know, where the queen's creativity can go and how silly they can get. Because, you know, some of the more kind of prissy queens or the ones who don't really know their comedy queens, say like a Trinity, for example, they kind of discover themselves in challenges like these. So it's always fun to watch. Yeah, and I always like the goofball queens, like the Katias of the world that just like do Yeah. Mass things with their body. <laughs> um, that's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think did the best in the in the mini challenge? Who was the one that just laid on the floor at the end? Is that Brooklyn? Was that Brooklyn? Is that who you're thinking of? Yeah, the red carpet scene by Anna Wintour. No, I'm getting them confused. The one with Nicki Minaj. It'll come to me, but um. Brooklyn stood out because whoa flexibility. Brooklyn was the one that did fashion. her legs like wide open, right? Yeah, she gave you the spread eagle. 
yeah <laughs> didn't soak but before that she put down her pants in the back and i was like okay i think i'm putting <laughs> brooklyn back on the trade list <laughs> <laughs> and didn't soaky just like take off all of her clothes or something pretty much she yeah, was streaking she got naked yeah silky was streaking Which was a lot <laughs> i mean you couldn't expect any less from silky just to like push as yeah. many boundaries as possible yeah well i mean she came out in like a sundress to lay out by the pool so i don't like what did we really expect to happen <laughs> evie was definitely stood out um not as one of my like favorites but i was like oh girl that's definitely photo bombing <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the cool thing about drag race i mean these girls are weirdos we just have to see where their art goes i think for some of the viewers it was a bit much but you know she's having fun <laughs> that one <laughs> yeah i was really feeling nina west to be honest like she was first but she was like her look was really funny the way she was interacting with rue was really funny and the picture turned out great so like Mm -hmm. i said on twitter and i stand by it like nina west was my winner of this challenge yeah you got a lot of traction on twitter with that one too the viewers seem to agree yeah nina loves us hey girl don't at me (laughs) (laughs) don't at me unless you mean it Another nuanced thing that I really appreciate was Rue's little uh, joke at the end where she says, what the F stop? That was just like a nerdy like photography joke that I really appreciated. Oh, (laughs) closer there. Yeah. For those that um, aren't as familiar with photography, the F stop is basically how much light you're letting into the picture. So, so I don't know. (laughs) This is really nerdy. I don't know. All right. Anyways. (laughs) It makes sense. They're doing a production. There's lights everywhere. Ha ha ha. Yes, girl. So that was really fun. Then, you know, there's more introductions as to what's happening in the main challenge. This week, the girls will be filming two parodies of movies about black empowerment. Yes. The first is, good God, girl, get out. (laughs) Hilarious already. (laughs) The next one is, why it gotta be black? Panther. (laughs) (laughs) Nice little twist. I think I like the first title the best, just impact-wise. But, you know, these both seem like they're going to be fun for the girls to dig into. Yeah, the first one to me was a callback to Latrice's 5Gs. Good God, yes. girl, get a grip. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. So I don't know if that's what Rue was planning for, but that's what I got out of it. <laughs> it was close enough because I had the same thing jotted down. Yes. So I figure now we will kind of discuss the two different scenes, um, one scene at a time. We'll talk about the rehearsal. We'll talk about how it came out in the end and just, you know, kind of talk about those two. So first... Before we even get into that, Brooke and Silky are team captains. Yep, the mini challenge winners. Yes. And so they all pick their teams. Scarlet Envy is chosen last, and it makes her feel a certain type of way. Scarlet is pressed, Henny, like pressed. Even um, Snappy Ariel did not even react that way for being picked second to last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was pressed like a panini. <laughs> yeah, according to Vanjie. Love that. <laughs> Extra cheese. Um, I loved this moment. Like, I don't know. 
for me, this makes me like Scarlett more just because she was just like so pissed about it. And I don't know. I just, for some reason, I loved her just like saying she was like, big mistake. Huge. Huge. Like callback <laughs> to a pretty woman. Like, I'm just like, this was amazing that Scarlett. It was just so pissed about it. I love that she quoted um, Julia Roberts' character in Pretty Woman. That's one of my favorite movies. But that was just epic and hilarious. And I'm also getting like Tracy Flick vibes in this moment yeah. from like election because she's like, oh, they've picked the wrong bitch. I will win. <laughs> and it just sets up the yeah. rest of the episode, right? <laughs> Yeah, this is the setup to either Scarlet being really successful or being in the bottom. That's right. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Also, just because you just said that, like something popped in my head. We should totally do an election, like, oh. like recap because that movie is amazing. That would be fun. Yeah, I'm down. I love doing the movie reviews. Yeah, so maybe like after RuPaul's Drag Race season 11, we can do an election If we actually ever get a breather. Well, I think All Stars 5 is starting the week after (laughs) season 3, season 11 ends, so maybe like in in 2020, we'll get there. (laughs) Someone write this down. (laughs) Put a pin in it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So then uh, Ru comes in to talk to each team, and she's stirring up all the drama, Hini. Avi, Team Brooklyn was like, F Silky, she... (laughs) She's like TMTH and she's just like not going to be a good team player. Pretty much. I was trying to get a read on Rue because I mean, clearly Mama Rue is just, she's got her big ass witch spatula and her cauldron. She's just stirring the bubbling toil trouble, (laughs) however that line goes. But um, Ariel was so like willing to just put it out there in the way that she did. There's a way to be honest without coming across as like ultra bitchy. I thought it was a little bitchy, maybe a little unprofessional, but she's being true to herself and she's being honest and Rue seems to just be eating it up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She definitely was like Rue's like. I couldn't tell. Are you guys going to be loud enough to like overshadow Silky? Maybe you should. Right. I couldn't tell if she was like, not agreeing, but if she was getting into the tea or if she's like, I'm seeing you a different way based on how you're lining your competition up. I feel like we were watching like back room, like executive producer conversations. (laughs) Like basically room is just like. (laughs) Straight up coming out being like, okay, well, I'm going to go to the other side now and just like spill all the tea so it causes drama. Yeah, she said it (laughs) flat out. (laughs) Basically. But I mean, I think what Brew was saying gently was like, you got to step your pussies up. Because not that anyone on their team is doing bad. Not that she doesn't like agree with Silky being, you know, too much. And it's just like, y'all need to be like, oh, she's bringing this. Like, I need to bring this. Like, if I want right. the time, then I got to, like, meet her at her level. No, that's absolutely right. Rue's always sending some kind of subliminal message. and Always listen to Rue. Always listen. Because <laughs> we always see the, the outcome by the end of the episode or season. She tells you exactly what she wants. It's not a secret. We're not sitting on any secrets. Right. And there's no hidden Da Vinci codes either. She's like, words mean things. And that's what I said is what I said. <laughs> so bring it to the runway. What I said is what so I bring said. Bring it to the runway. <laughs> runway. Nene leaks. <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I Say. <laughs> All right. So then they start to film their scenes. So first, let's talk about 
why it gotta be black panther let's maybe start with the rehearsal and then kind of weave into the actual outcome so um, what did you think of the rehearsal i couldn't i mean there were some fumbles here and there i'm but trying to remember like because was it raja was on raja plastic yeah it seemed ariel, like ariel nina brooklyn yeah Sugar, plastic okay nina west mm-hmm. so yeah it seemed like obviously raja was like struggling like getting her lines right Ariel seemed to like I don't know like I thought Ariel was kind of bad like it just didn't come off as like authentic to me like very much like rehearsed yeah like I could tell she was like going for it but it was almost like it was too much like not authentic is the right word it wasn't coming off as such yeah looked like she was reading the cube cards or something Uh yeah I thought Sugarcane was like the star of all of it. Sugar stole that show. Yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Oh, for me, it was Plastique and Sugar. Those were like the two Uh stars. Yeah. And I liked getting that quick moment with Plastique before we got into the rehearsals and before we saw the final outcome, because she said herself, you know, these queens are just going to think that I'm only pretty, but I need to show them that I can do more. So she's not... Like, this is something that I do, and it's a secret weapon. Plastique is like, well, I'm going to do my best, and hopefully I can surprise them. And I think she succeeded in that this week. Yeah, it was a bit of a stereotypical, like, almost racist. I don't want to say racist, but, like, it was kind of just like, this is obviously the part for her sort of thing. Um, Which, I guess, if anyone else had played it, it would have probably came off as being kind of racist but right like, at the same time i would have liked a little bit more of an intelligent asian character yeah i think that she was just mostly going for like the funny not saying that she wants to just be a comedy queen but i think you're absolutely right in the delivery like it's safe for plastic because she's kind of making fun of her own culture so it's still within those safe intentional boundaries there's no like there's no harm being done in what Plastique's doing, where somebody else could miss that mark, not on purpose. It's just a really fine line. Definitely. One thing we have to talk is about Brooklyn's Beyonce. What? Oh, yeah. Sis was not getting the joke. Yeah. She didn't get it, girl. And then, like, when I was watching, I was like, oh, I guess I'm, like, super white, too, because I don't get the joke either. <laughs> Until Rue, like, explained it, and then it was like, oh... And the whole time I'm on the couch, like, Beyonce, what? Beyonce, because what? Because then when Saru was like, yeah. Beyonce, what? I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Dear Lord, help us all. <laughs> Another line that I enjoyed was, well, I enjoyed all of Suga's Maxine Waters based, uh, you know, the character that was based off Maxine Waters uh-huh. was... Um, I'm from Chicago. Oh, you know, yeah. From one of our faves, Shea Coulee. Shea Coulee. I did like how they worked that in there. And she's from Chicago. That line's never going to get old. <laughs> no, I mean, no. I say it all the time. Like, whenever we're just like running errands or something, I love just like saying, Bitch, I'm from <laughs> Chicago. Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and Nina was good but didn't stand out really uh i did enjoy her talking head though like i freaked out when i was watching because when she said danger will robinson because like i don't know if you guys all watch the netflix show lost in space but that's what that line comes from and i love that show so much so i was like oh my god nita west is the best 
Well, good for you because I have not watched that show yet. <laughs> I mean, I good knew God, girl, I get out. Knew what ah. Lost in Space was just because I I've watched part of the Netflix series, but I watched like the other series is like before that. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, we started and just didn't yeah pick it back up. But um, yeah, I thought Nina West was like very solid. Mm-hmm. Like I think she'll take off at some point in this season. Like you can tell, like she's comfortable like doing like acting yes, challenges. Very much so. Based off this performance, it was just like nothing that she did like really like outshined Super anybody. Out. Yeah. So yeah. And so I mean, just to sort of bring this up now. We were uh, talking with the Vixen on Twitter, and I just felt very uncomfortable to see so many white people, maybe more so in Black Panther in that that skit, because that's a very, like, well, even, well, they both are. They're both about black empowerment, and to see so many white people being portraying these characters just felt a little bit uncomfortable and the vixen was kind of agreeing with us so i don't know do you want to talk about that jamal uh yeah this one's like i don't know because like i didn't take any offense to it initially i think it's just because it's like well you're watching drag race and i know what rupaul would say which say she would say you know don't take it so seriously it's like a parody of course and they had a cast member from black panther there as well rue is a gay black queer person so um I don't know. It's it's super touchy because like we mentioned on Twitter with the Vixen, I could see how it's uncomfortable because it's like the majority of that cast are white queens. So I'm sure they had to think about that too. And I don't know if that's anything that might have held them back in their performance or because you don't really you can you can portray the story right without being a black person. It's just like in the delivery, like you can be really strong. You could be like warriors, but the throwing the like black isms in there that's what makes it tricky because not everyone might be comfortable delivering that or the viewers might not be ready to see that especially given the drag race history with racial tension the the fandom yeah and right i don't know like i don't i mean it's hard for me to say this because you know i'm a white person so i guess i'm seeing it from my perspective but i felt like you know, this was something that this was a challenge that Rue like basically wanted to do, right? Like we're gonna do like a black empowerment challenge. We have two different movies. Like most of the queens of color just so happened to be on the get out uh parody. Yeah. Whereas all of like a lot of the like the white queens were on the Black Panther one and it just happened to like shake out that way. So I just felt like you can't really like blame the queens like they're just like in there doing it. It is kind of like odd to like have that challenge and do it. But I felt like they pulled it off. okay. like it wasn't I didn't feel like it was offensive. I didn't think there is coming like speaking for myself. I did not feel offended in any kind of way when I watched it. I'm trying to remember were the teams assigned after the groups were picked or before Brooklyn and Silky started picking teams. I'm not sure, but Silky did mention, I don't know if it was during the main episode or oh. Get Out, but she said that she wanted like her team to be like mainly black people or people of color. That's right. Yeah, that's a good point. So they knew then uh, before, but I mean, I didn't take offense to anything that was happening. I wasn't getting like somebody trying to force 8 Mile on me or anything like that. <laughs> so, Well, one thing, I forget who said the line, but one of the lines in the Black Panther parody was, 
well, that is the whitest Black Panther I've ever seen. So <laughs> clearly they're like being self-aware, like a breaking the fourth wall and trying to be like, you know, to say that. But yeah. And I mean, it um, could be Rue trying to push the Queens too. Like there's all this social commentary, you know, around the show, especially. So maybe this is Rue pushing it without her like actually addressing any of us <laughs> like the rest of you want yeah well one of the the comments that the vixen made was she said uh with all those ghetto afflictions that throw away all of the morals that the original movie had so she was basically saying she felt like that the uh the queens were using like a ghetto afflection well and see that's like the part where i'm not really like losing much sleep or energy over that because okay i see where the vixen's coming from but michelle and rue do this constantly on the podcast and on the show and interviews it's very much like stereotypical homegirl but we see michelle visage is not a black girl she's just uh Homegirl from the East Coast. Homegirls can be white, purple, brown, black, (laughs) dark ass white. They're still a homegirl. The negative connotation behind that is, you know, homegirl or homeboys going to be a black or brown person. But I think this was supposed to be more fun like oh that's Keisha from down the hall that's that's Brenda from scary movies she got me <laughs> yeah. on candid camera that bitch you know yeah. it's supposed to be more like kiki have fun ghetto-licious not the like obviously we're not doing the Black Panther this is a drag show yeah so why don't we move on from there to our other scene which was from good god girl get out so what are you guys' thoughts on the scene do you think one of the scenes was better than the other do you like this scene i liked the get out scene the best like i thought the cast like on this one was just way better like so mercedes and um kahana like they weren't even really a part of it they were kind of flat they were flat like i don't even like they just basically came out and danced and it was fine but like everyone else like like evie oddly and scarlet like i love them they did really good they were both amazing they played very well off of each other yeah and yeah to me also like I love Vanjie like dressed up as like the dad and just like <laughs> basically just yelling at everyone and her like fucking cookie monster voice like I just was obsessed with it. <laughs> she was really funny in the rehearsal. They were like let's try a little less Cookie Monster. And then she did it again. She's like, you know what? Let's go back to Cookie Monster. And I agreed too. That was better. It was much better. It was such a quick reminder of not trying to produce yourself. Not saying Vanjie was, but Vanjie had a moment where she was like, okay, I'm not going to give them what they already know. I want to try to step out of my comfort zone. But then in this case, Vanjie being Vanjie worked out for the best. So sometimes it pays to just be yourself and not get (laughs) not get two in your head about it but um i enjoyed this scene way much way much more i loved vanjie's line uh her line i put the body adi adi and body snatcher (laughs) (laughs) that was a great one i just loved like the dad drag with the full face beaten hair that was hilarious i also loved akiria like when she the friend (laughs) yeah when she was on the phone and she was like at the dmv and she was just like excuse me i am on my lunch break (laughs) (laughs) can't you see i'm on my break have you been killed yet oh good okay so what's the tea girl (laughs) giving us the bong qui qui vibes and when she was like tasing everyone and then she came up to silky and she's like oh i gotta tase you twice because you're a big bitch (laughs) 
<laughs> no, their team just, they were more cohesive. I think they all had better energy outside of um, Mercedes and Kahana. I think what Rue and the judging panel said was right. When you have kind of like a joint role, you kind of have to play off of each other. So y'all need to be doing the same dance. Y'all need to have some quick back and forth monologues so you're memorable. But opulence. <laughs> you own everything (laughs) we're not making fun of iman's accent here but michelle was like trying gently to like get the word to come out fully but some accents didn't we see this with like yar sophia and some girls in the past with very Mm -hmm. strong accents it's just a bigger challenge for some of the queens well and mercedes kept saying you earn everything (laughs) and that's that's not the line girl (laughs) i mean shit she's from africa maybe she did earn everything yeah from mombasa <laughs> she but came see, over I feel like you have to kind of like own like the fact had mercedes like really like owned up to like her accent like to me that's when it becomes funny is whenever you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. you just like really like push for it right like instead of just like trying to struggle through it like really push with your accent like to me yeah. that's when it makes it funny but you can tell too and the queens kind of get into their head so i think that internally iman was trying to like you know fight through who she is her accent make sure she gets the lines right and maybe she was just a little mixed right. up and i would have enjoyed it too if they if you know kind of what you guys were saying play up her accent maybe go a little bit more like african dance and a little less like voguing down the house boots yeah i don't know that could have made it a lot better right or like i was saying earlier on the point of her being from like africa if you need to like throw some improv in there because the stereotype is if you're from not america your parents want you to work really hard and earn everything so it's like well shit she's from africa maybe she did come over and earn everything (laughs) because we've seen queens in the past take that improv twist and it worked out in their favor so it's just about being a little brave yeah and 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 to be honest we'll get to it but i think mercedes earned a lot for sure another thing to talk about well that you know kind of talking about mercedes and kahana a little bit more do you think those characters were just kind of throwaway characters in this specific sketch or were they just not bringing it i thought they were kind of throwaway characters i think they could have done better but I think that was, they were kind of like harder uh, characters to play because, and maybe it just seems like that because everyone else was so strong, but I just felt like they didn't have as many lines and like they were just kind of like in and out, you know? So it just seemed like it was kind of, they were set up to like fail basically. And see, for me, I thought that, yeah, these are kind of throwaway parts, but they're also, I feel like this is by design a little bit too, because the image in my head with all of this as it played out was thing one and thing two from Dr. Seuss in the movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, they could have done a drag version of that somehow, because I feel like Rue and the production will put these characters in with like one or two lines, and it's like, well, you are at a disadvantage because you don't have a lot to work with. But if you nail that shit, they're like, well, you only had two lines and you were the best part of the the gig. Yeah, exactly. I thought Silky was struggling a lot to remember her lines, but I did think that she was really funny. Like in this sketch, like, she eventually got them i guess she did in the end that she delivered i enjoyed silky's performance as well yeah i think she has like kind of a natural ability to just kind of 
the way she talks and just, you know, she can like kind of, she's very quick um, with her words. Right. Yeah. So like quick wit. So I think to me, she's somebody that we need to watch out for because she's going to, if we have these acting challenges, I think she's going to do really well in them. Yeah. I think Akira was probably my favorite overall. She was really funny. Man, the standouts in this, in this scene were probably a little bit hard. I mean, Obviously, Evie and Scarlet, we didn't talk about them much, but they did a really good job. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed Evie a little bit more than Scarlet, but I think that they were both great. Yeah, I am happy that this played out well for Scarlet because we wanted, we saw her wanting that redemption. She was like, I was picked last. Okay, I have the part with the most lines, but I need to make this work. And she pulled it out. So I thought that Scarlet earned her roses this week for sure. Definitely. Also... How are they going to make a Beyonce joke in the other scene and not make uh, I've got hot sauce in my bag joke? Because they <laughs> definitely brought up a hot sauce. That's true. Missed opportunities. We know you're listening, production. Choices. You took our draft idea. If you'd have hired us by now, we would have made this sketch like way better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why don't we go ahead and we'll take a little break and then we'll come back with a little pre-runway drama. And then we'll talk about the runway looks and go from there. Sounds good. Be right back, y'all. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. All right, you guys. Welcome back. Ooh, Girl, I got a little bit lost on my way back, but I made it here. It was weird. I got into completely clown makeup like Silky Nutmeg Ganache for my (laughs) runway. (laughs) And then I realized I needed to put on a pretty girl's face. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Well, you did it. (laughs) Detour. Detour. (laughs) I made it. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, so we're in the workroom now, we're back, and uh, Evie it all Russia. goes to hell, <laughs> shit hits the fan. And uh, Silky wants to know who said the things about her to RuPaul, and Evie brings it up again. And Ariel is the only team member to admit that she said something. And I kind of felt bad for her because her team kind of did her dirty and made her look like the villain. They definitely did. You know, say what you will about Ariel. At least she's fucking real. Like, I can appreciate this. Like, I would have been more disappointed had she not said anything. But I knew she was going to speak up because Ariel's very much like, I will tell you again. Like, I've already told you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And all those other birds are just silent, which, you know, we can dig more into that later in the Insta Live. But, you know, some of those little birdies had a lot to say after the fact. Uh Uh-huh. And during the fact. <laughs> yeah, they just missed the train. They got off at the wrong stop, bitch. Yeah, there was yeah. definitely some shady boots going on here. I don't know. I thought that Ariel handled it really well, though, because mm-hmm. she was like not being shady, really. She was like, girl, all I said was I thought that you're a lot to handle and that you might overshadow all these other bitches. So yep. that's it. That's the tea. It was super 
professional. There's nothing shady about it. That's absolutely right. So Evie's tells her, you know, thank you for admitting that, you know, you all need to step up your pussies. And Raja decides to throw her two cents into it because she doesn't like the energy that Evie is serving us. And uh, Evie comes back and is attacking, you know, about her makeup. And girl, it turns into a whole thing. Yeah, I mean, like, we'll get into more and untucked as far as, like, Evie apologizing later for that. But, I mean, Evie's right. And Raja's only reacting because she was called out. And she was one of the birds who didn't say anything. So now you feel away because you feel embarrassed or whatever it is. So now you gotta, you know try to quickly redeem yourself because you're on a national television show and Evie's calling it like it is and you aren't ready. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, Raja says an ugly girl like Evie can't come for a pretty girl. Oh, I know. That's so like shallow and like so overdone. I was like immediately over Raja as soon as she said that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll probably get into it more on Untucked, but I thought this whole like argument from Raja was just like completely worthless. Like I just like even like as I was watching Untucked, I was just kind of like, I am so bored by this because like Evie is like not even like coming for you, girl. Like she's just basically saying like, here's what happened. That's it. So bye. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. One of our uh, one of our queens on Twitter, Ornacia Lopez, she said or... I need to get into this habit. They said that the nerve of Raja O'Hara to come for Evie as being ugly. You can be pressed by her calling you out, but she ain't ugly. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Evie is fine. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not like physically attracted as much to Evie, but like I really, really love her personality. Mm-hmm. So also I forgot to say it earlier, but like I wasn't on board with Kahana as being trade, but like in this episode something changed and I'm like really on board now. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> yes, welcome aboard, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you took me so long to get here. <laughs> so then they talk about Mercedes Iman Diamond. She was put on the no fly list and she would have to go show to show and she was like one show or in a pageant actually she was so exhausted that she collapsed and had a stroke yeah so because she was put on the no fly list just because of her name she has a muslim name so you know this is america at work again um put on the no fly list and she was driving across states to go compete and you know try to make this drag thing happen and unfortunately ended up having that stroke on stage. So a little bit of that's coming back and she's opening up to the girls about her experience. Yeah, I felt so bad for her. You know, obviously the whole like stroke story is like terrifying. That's scary like, stuff. I couldn't imagine like having to deal with that and just, you know, the emotional toll, not only that it takes on yourself, like the physical aspect of it, but also just like the like the mental aspect of yeah, it as well. Yeah, the PTSD of it all. Is a lot to handle. And then just the fact that like being, you know, um, a brown person and Muslim in America is like just a very difficult thing to deal with because unfortunately we have like idiots that don't understand like culture or like differences in people. So like it's easier to racial racial profile somebody than, you mm-hmm. know, treat them like a human being. Yeah, so it's like what Evie was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's just getting it from all sides, right? Like a lot of health problems, a lot of like uh, societal pressure, a lot of 
pressure from government not being able to fly so yeah i really feel bad for her in this moment and stress will take you out like that it's just i i remember being 23 and just like stressed out with my situation at the time and my doctor is like you need to like really calm down or you're going to have a heart attack and i was like 23 so it's of course iman's body got the best of her because she's just doing her best but you got to listen to your body and shut down when you need to but when you're on that hustle you know you you don't always have the choice to rest right and i know like initially when stoney gave her to be a part of my fantasy league i wasn't like super pleased about it but having seen her story in this episode a little bit more i really am happy to have her on my team and i really could relate to her kind of like similarly um to what jamal was saying and, and to less of a degree as to what mercedes actually had to deal with like as someone that had like kind of you know struggles periodically with anxiety like i have definitely had my moments of like you know having anxiety attacks and passing out and stuff like that so it's it's like scary when your body like betrays you so mm-hmm. when mercedes is like having strokes and stuff like that like i don't know what the long lasting effects of having a stroke are but i it seems like there is more than we know so i feel for her mm-hmm. also yeah i'm hoping she comes out of it strong i'm sure a lot of it is you know being back on a major kind of pageantry stage if you will drag race is kind of like a pageant she's having oh, these yeah? flashbacks and just hoping it doesn't happen again probably yeah Yeah, definitely. Because once it happens, like, you know, this is also for me, too, with anxiety. It's like once it happens, you're like so self-aware. You're like, oh, God, like what's going to happen? Right. Because you think like, oh, at any moment, like this could happen again. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not easy to deal with. Yeah. Not at all. All right. Well, to move on, why don't we talk about the runway? Jamal, what was your top one or two looks that you really enjoyed? Uh, Well, duh. Evie came to slay. Oh, my gosh. I love this Leo interpretation. So the queens are all coming out as their signs. At first, I was really confused. It's like, wait, there's too many of them to do like the Zodiac. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Plus, we're having multiples come down the runway. Right, right. But um, this made more sense. I loved her interpretation of the Leo. I loved Scarlet's Pisces. So cool with the bubbles. That was just different and fabulous. I was here for it. Who else? Ariel was like, she was cute, but I wasn't really like feeling her outfit. I thought it looked a little heavy. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I don't think that her like little titty flash in the back was bad because the camera zooms in on that. So uh-huh. maybe on the runway it didn't come off as well. But I liked her outfit. But it was definitely yeah, it was definitely a safe, not like a, a top or a bottom. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Stony? I um so obviously Evie Oddly I really like just to touch on that. I thought it kind of reminded me of like, I don't know, like a video game or something where it was like very much, you know, she kind of said it digitized or whatever. But so I did appreciate that. I also thought Brooklyn Heights looked really good. Oh, yeah. That was a gorgeous dress for Pisces. Yeah, I thought hers looked really nice. Who else? So I think some of my not favorite ones, like obviously... Um, Kahana Montrese. I don't know what the hell she was doing. Listen, why did Coco let her come on this show without giving her, you know, two or three good drag race wigs? It looked like she was just like, this is what you wear the morning after, like you've been performing and you're just strolling around your house cooking breakfast the next morning and you're just like in your cleaning robe. Well, okay, so this is the thing. So one of our Twitter followers, Holly, she said um, that she basically agreed 
with um you know the ruling she says that um the lip sync was a tough one to judge because both of them gave it their all she's lovely but she just seems that maybe she wasn't ready for drag race so like maybe just i don't know how long khan has been doing drag but maybe she just wasn't ready i got that vibe so i what we uh like watched the watch a pack in with kahana and basically like she was saying that she kind of the drag race thing like happened kind of all at once. And she kind of just had just kind of gotten into drag, like not that long ago, but like she was, she'd kind of just like grown into it. And then all of a sudden, like it kind of got big for her all of a sudden. So like she was rushing to get ready for drag race. And I think it seemed to me, it came off as like, she basically didn't have a lot of time to prepare to get on the show, which makes sense. Makes sense because based off her looks, like they just were really bad. They weren't like put together. Yeah. Well, I, I actually kind of liked her look. Like, it was really kind of cute, actually. It was, like, yellow with the red beads. And I really liked her horns, but, like, somehow her dress got caught in her heels and the reveal was ruined. So I think had she been able to properly do the reveal, I think it would have been much better. I don't know. See, I guess the, like, I didn't think it was ugly. I, I think my problem with it was more just, it felt like, okay, the challenge was, like, let's do, you know, your sign. So basically she wore like whatever she was wearing and then just put horns on her head. So basically like, yeah, that didn't feel cohesive. It was. Like there wasn't anything else about like anything else on her dress that revealed like a sign. It was just basically the horns on her head. I think it would have come off a little better for me if she'd given us a little shape, like the, just the glitter on the chest thing. I agree with the judges there just kind of looked like an add on. Well, um, see, and this is another topic that I wanted to talk about because last episode, freaking Vanessa Vanjie had glitter all over her chest. So what's the difference? Like, is it because Vanjie had more glitter on her on her chest? So it didn't look like chest hair. Like, why are we criticizing Kahana for something that Vanjie got away with? Well, simply because Vanjie executed it much better. (laughs) (laughs) and that's that's all i'm gonna say on that one (laughs) yeah i think that's what it was like vanji like when she had it like it it looked cohesive it looked sure it was glitter but it looked like there was like a shimmer as well it's kind of like like last week with gahana like with the tights like how they weren't Mm -hmm. stoned up all the way the top is like it looked just kind of half ass like to me like even the glitter on her chest it was all just like in one spot on her chest it wasn't like spread out to like to me it was just like i dabbed it on my like chest and i'm done <laughs> yeah like <laughs> i think just yeah. more practice because even the wig like okay cute color but why isn't it brushed yeah or styled more (laughs) yeah it was like she just like woke up from a nap and like yeah and put on her robe and went downstairs to make some eggs yeah okay (laughs) yeah i'll give you that because when vanjie did it vanjie had more of more glitter on her torso also i want to say too about vanjie i enjoyed her look and i did like it however i will say i need to see something besides red from vanjie because her intro the same thing (laughs) yeah her intro her first runway and this runway all red mm-hmm. so i'm like okay girl yeah. we need to see one a different color at this point <laughs> cute concept but this would have been 
epic if it were gold and she was giving us that like vanjie blonde beat that i love so much yeah it would have been nice like maybe if she had the outfit but maybe the two little the you know the the good and the evil ways of justice were like maybe those were gold yeah and the rest yeah, yeah. of the outfit was red kind of like what you were saying so i, like I don't that. know it needed to be a little bit more dimensional because it was just like literally like red on red on red and it yeah. just kind of blends together Mm-hmm. But also one look that we forgot to talk about that we have to talk about as one of the top toots is Honey Davenport because I loved her look. It was so good. That wig was oh yeah flawless. Yeah, Honey came out looking. I like this Leo look. There was a lot of Leo. There was a lot of Pisces and Aries. But um, yeah. this was what you would expect. Like the Leo is the lion. Give us the main girl. Give us the main, and she serves. She was definitely giving like the Bibi Zahara like big hair moment. <laughs> ta ta. She's giving yeah. us very that. <laughs> there were a couple Capricorns in there too. Like I'm a Capricorn cusp of Aquarius. So uh-huh. I saw a couple people representing me and my birthday, an astrological sign, and I like that. Raja. Yeah. And, also, um, go ahead. I also wanted to like give shout outs to um, Plastique. I thought her look was very good. Yes. Um, she had a good solid look. Yeah. So I really liked hers. And I also thought Ikaria did a good job. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't my favorite, but I thought she did pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sugar was... Oh, yeah. What did you think about Sugar? Because I didn't think it was bad, but I also... It didn't read as astrological sign to me. I did like her ponytail, though. That's exactly right. We were like different category. I As a Scorpio, I was not getting Scorpio at all, and Mama Roo is a Scorpio, so that's the one you want to get right. Yeah. <laughs> that was... Yeah. For me, it was like, this is like very like aesthetically pleasing, but not... Didn't really fit what the category was so definitely not one thing i wanted to bring up before (laughs) we move on is uh scarlet envy's bubbles and one of the judges says call me bubbles in honor of like michael jackson like and just based on the current climate of the documentary about him i feel like that joke didn't age too well yeah yeah i mean i knew where that came from and i thought the same thing it was like oh We'll see what the internet has to say about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the court of public opinion w- is in session. <laughs> so uh, then in the episode, they show the two scenes. We kind of talked about our feelings about those already. So we will move on. Before we move on, I do want to talk about how fierce I thought Michelle looked this episode. Michelle Visage. She Uh looked so snatched and I loved her hair. So like she's on fleek. Yeah, I always look forward to seeing what drag Mama Michelle is going to have on. And she did not disappoint this episode. Yeah, I thought that Rue's look was good. Like definitely serving us Wakanda vibes, but not like like anything too crazy either yeah it was very much like um i'm on vacation in wakanda (laughs) yeah very that like at the beach where's my vibranium martini yeah (laughs) 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 Uh, i can't say that word so whatever um So then, uh, so in the judging panel, uh, we talked about that already with the glitter. So Evie and Scarlet were the tops. I think that that was pretty fair. Well deserved. Both of these ladies knocked the runway out of the park yeah. and their performance in the challenge was great. And then uh, Kahana and Mercedes were the bottoms, which I kind of was expecting. Yeah, 
Yep, we saw this one coming. Yeah, I think that it fit well just based off the challenge too. Like they were kind of in the background compared to everyone else. They were just not there. Definitely not. So then to get into the lip sync, because I feel like we got the first like truly iconic lip sync for like good reasons this uh this lip sync we had kahana and mercedes dancing or lip syncing to britney spears you better work bitch and yes. it was delightful i enjoyed this so i was hoping that that fire showed up any man just to like save herself you know like i said about kahana before i was watching videos and I was excited to see what she could do on Drag Race, but I just don't think it was her time. I think Iman had more of the vibe of the song. It was effortless. I felt like Kahana was just throwing out backflips and shit, and it did not seem to flow as well as um, Iman's performance and energy were. So I thought Iman was the clear winner, in my opinion. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's how I felt, too. I think... Amon did a better job of just bringing us like the essence of the song. Mm-hmm. Kana was doing some like awesome moves that like are amazing to me. Like all the back yeah. clips. She just has like such an energy to her. But I think like that like Amon captured the song better than what Kahana did. Yep. Yeah. She hit that jump split and that was fears. She, you know, I mean, Kahana did hit the triple sow cow, but I think it was a little bit <laughs> too late. Uh, you know, in the lip sync, it's like, yeah, you can do a backflip, but like you do that every time. Right. And it just felt very chaotic. Like it just did not belong. It was a clear reach. She was like, she saw Mercedes doing this like epic like backbend and then she did the splits and Kana's like, oh, I can do backflips. It's like, okay, girl. Yeah. And don't forget, Iman served us with the wig reveal and the, a fierce little duck walk. <laughs> so. Yeah. The wig reveal wasn't like stunning, but it wasn't bad either. Yeah. The wig reveal itself wasn't stunning, but that short hair made her like face pop out more. And I feel like her face was kind of getting lost in that big hair. Yeah. So it's like a bam kind of moment. Her makeup's always great. Like her eyes are always painted on like the lines are so crisp. And I don't know. She's I love her makeup. Mm-hmm. So then we find out that Mercedes is safe and Kahana Montrese uh, on Stoney's fantasy team will be going home this week, <laughs> as as maybe you were expecting. <laughs> but well, Bye. we kind of called it honestly in the draft, just because we didn't pick her. <laughs> like she was just like the last one remaining. Yeah. But I yeah. will say, I do think Kahana has a lot of like upside to her. I feel like give her a couple years, like if they decide they want to do another all-stars again god forbid um (laughs) (laughs) i do think i would support kana coming back after she's had a few more years because she does have a lot of like good dance moves and things like that like i think she's a great performer i think she just needs to work on her drag a little bit like her looks and stuff but I do think she is somebody that could really like improve in a couple years. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. She said kind of in her exit that she was like, oh, if I had one more chance, like they would have gotten my drag. But it's like 
that's what you said last week first of all and you still <laughs> served us a week look this second week and it's like you know it's like at this point with such strong competition across the board in season 11 you really have to stand out right at the beginning or else you're like getting the chop yeah, yeah for sure well, and so we watched like we already said this but i watched the watch you pack in and she actually had some like nice dresses like nice yeah it made us mad because we were like what the hell are you doing yeah so i don't know <laughs> if she just like maybe she had some time to prepare and she was was saving like more of like the better stuff towards the end but it was like girl you should have used this like from the get-go yeah which i mean last week made sense because it was like more of a design challenge right so like you kind of had to go with what was there but this yeah. week like it sounds like this week was stuff that you would have brought so i don't know like what she was thinking like <laughs> yeah so i don't know i don't know girl well it's sad to see kahana go away you know the drag daddy is gone the drag daddy <laughs> <laughs> she said it not me girl i know she did she's claiming so, it uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> um stony do you want to break down our fantasy league points this week i want to find out if i'm still winning or if i've been overthrown <laughs> off the throne yes so i really like into the fantasy league this season because i feel like we all got a lot of good players on our team so let's get started so basically the mini challenge winner gets 10 points so there are two of them this week. So Seth gets 10 for Brooklyn and yeah. Jamal gets 10 for Silky. Yes. Um, so all of us get five points apiece for our queen still being on the show, except for Jamal doesn't get one for Soju because Soju is gone. Bitch. Aww. Um, I mean, love you. <laughs> so the main challenge winners. So we had two this week. So myself, I get 20 points because Scarlet Envy won. Yes. Seth also gets 20 for Evie Oddly winning. Work. <laughs> Congratulations. And then. Thank you so much. Seth <laughs> also gets an additional 10 points because Mercedes was the winner of the bottom two lip sync. Yeah, she was. My girl pulled it out. She did that. So that means after two episodes. Jamal's in last place with 40 points. <laughs> Boo. I'm in Boo. Sec- second place with 55 points. Recount. And Work. Seth is in first with 85 points. Yes. This is going <laughs> so good. This <laughs> it's still early, Queens. Yeah. And I lose a queen this week. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm the only I, one with a full team. I feel like mm-hmm. Seth, unfortunately, he has a very strong team. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> he has a very strong team. I mean, team. I guess Mercedes has a chance of going home soon. That's probably your weakest <laughs> player. Yeah, Ouch. I think so. We're being real, girl. I know. Yeah, but it'll be interesting because I think all of us have, like, after Mercedes, like, I feel like I don't know who the weakest is after that. So, yeah. Well, Scarlet really proved herself this week. So, like, maybe that's going to be a strong player for your fantasy league, Stony. Yeah, I hope so. I feel like all of us have, like, somebody really strong. Like, mm-hmm. 
I don't know, like obviously like Evie Oddly is very strong, so that's good. And you also have Sugar Cane, so Yeah. Yeah. Um, well you have uh Vanjie too. Yeah. On your and, team. So if, that's good. Yeah, and Jamal has like Ariel and Plastique. And so Plastique seems strong. And Silky. Silky. Yeah, yeah, so they're giving her a real edit, girl. Like, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna claim my dark horse moment. Someone's gonna give it to me on my yeah. team. This is definitely a lot more fun than All Stars. Like, I'm more because it's <laughs> yeah. more up in the air, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So. Yay. Yeah. Well, for the second week in a row, I'm the winner. So I hope Nick <laughs> just is like crying into his pillow <laughs> as he listens to this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure he's throwing his Bluetooth speaker across the room as we speak. Your voice Probably. trailing through the air. Yeah, girl. <laughs> uh, well, why don't we talk a little bit about Untucked before we go into trade? You know, of course, we're going to do our live again on Wednesday. We had a real fun time last week. Uh, we had a pretty decent turnout. Like, you know, I'd expect like no one to come. So we had a pretty decent amount of people that showed up and, and we all had a great time. Yes. Thanks to all of you who stopped by. It was fun. So same thing next week. So get ready. Yeah. I was kind of like nervous because I, I don't know, like it's always weird, like being in front of like a live audience, I guess. Like studio audience. Yeah. I'm like used to just like us three, like hanging out and like we can do our own thing. Like if I need to like, I don't know, sneeze in the corner. It's fine. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it was really fun. Like I enjoyed like being able to like answer or like reply to like questions and stuff. So I don't know. I hope like more people join because it was kind of fun. It was a real fun Kiki. I wore the same shirt that uh, Nina West wears in her talking head. So I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it's a real good time, girl. Um, we all had a, a cocktail, whatever. So we just chilling. So come back, same time, same place. Yeah, be on the lookout at TFC Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Definitely. So a couple of things that we can talk about quickly with the Untucked is let's see. Uh, so we talked about a little bit in the episode Mercedes and her stroke. So I really enjoyed in Untucked. We got to see her kind of reveal that to the remaining sisters, as Soju would say. And and yeah, it was really nice to see like like literally unilaterally across the board they were all so positive like towards her and supporting mercedes yeah i did like to see the continuation of that because we got a little taste of it on the actual episode while they were getting ready um when she shared like the full story tend to see the queens just you know without a moment's hesitation just run to her side it's always a nice warm thing to see especially when a competition type of show. Yeah, I was happy to see it too. Like, I don't know. We already kind of touched on it, but Mercedes just had a lot going on in her life. So mm-hmm. it was nice to see everyone come together and just support her. Yep. I love when Brooklyn said, it's like, I think you look prettier now. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was so funny. <laughs> that, that was great. That was just so funny to me. <laughs> no, that was a cute, that was a cute moment. I enjoyed that. Definitely. Uh, so another moment that we're going to discuss in the podcast is Bobby Moynihan coming backstage Uh, clearly he's a super fan of Drag Race and they even did you know the Drag Race sketch on Saturday Night Live where they were kind of talking about Trinity the Tuck and like her Tuck being so superior (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was fun he was back there trying on the Queen's shoes and giving us um, safety first death drops (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he definitely walked into the room safety first. <laughs> I liked seeing this. I loved how he talked about, like, he gave some, like, tidbits on SNL. Uh-huh. Basically, like, you know, saying, like, this is your moment. Like, this is, you already made it on the show. So now you got to show everyone, like, what you got. And, like, I thought that was good advice mm-hmm. because it was just like, okay, here you guys are. Like, put everything into it because yeah. you are here for a reason. It's such a nice yeah. Coaching moment. And that's like a message that, you know, it's going to kick anybody in the ass. So you know that the queens are feeling that in that moment. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to see like a straight man like back there, like enjoying himself. But there is something very like, yes, girl, work. Like, you know, like (laughs) just like he's trying to appropriate the culture. But like, you know, it's a little cringy, but it's like, you know, we ha- I gotta give him props for like being an ally so it's you know yeah. it's not just specifically to Bobby Moynihan but this is very like a, a straight person like I'm woke I'm an ally for the LGBT community like you could tell he was a little bit overwhelmed in the workroom with being around these fierce queens and like honey like giving him a lap dance <laughs> yeah and I will say I'm not oh, she did do that <laughs> I'm somebody that I do watch SNL occasionally and I've never really liked Bobby Moynihan like I've He's always been like kind of to me just kind of annoying. I didn't really like him, but it does make me like enjoy him more. The fact that he is a drag race fan. So good for him. I just I've never been a big fan of his. <laughs> I appreciated the yeah. Beyonce mic drop moment when he was like, you know, I've worn heels before. I did single ladies with Beyonce. It was like, you did. You did, sir. Instant cred. Instant street <laughs> gay cred. Like, girl, yes. Uh, he right. was a guest on another podcast I listened to called Guys We Fuck. And Oh, that's a good show. Yeah, it was interesting to hear them because it's about like, you know, Toasted by Two female com- comedy people comedians i don't know why i'm struggling Mm -hmm. right now so but they're really funny and so they had bobby come on the show and it was really interesting to kind of like get to hear like more about him and that so that's where i learned a little bit more about bobby moynihan uh maybe a year or so ago but he is a really interesting guy but it's just like cringy when like the token straight dude comes on the 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 lgbt show and is like work (laughs) like (laughs) i don't know (laughs) Yeah, Fears. they'll get they'll get better as you know. Maybe when we hit Drag Race thirty, they'll be more suave about it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, is there anything that we should tell the listeners before we head into trade? What do you think? Um, I don't have anything besides catch us on Wednesdays, nine p.m. Eastern, six p.m. Pacific time. Yeah, that's the one. On yeah, Insta girl. Live. We'll get more. Catch into... me outside. <laughs> Catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> At 6 p.m. Pacific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but catch us where we're um, on Insta Live. We'll be talking more about Untuck. So join the convo because we will read your questions and interact with you all as well. Yeah, there's definitely two big topics that we have to talk about in the Insta Live, plus a couple other things too that, you know, more a little bit more of a nuanced discussion. So, so catch us there. Why don't we go ahead now and get into trade? Trade. Trade. Ready for trade queen? Trade. 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 Trade.
<clears throat> just warming up for the trade segment. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, hello and welcome back to Trade, the sexiest podcast segment that there ever was. Just the little engine that could. I don't know. Are we still better than Friday the 13th? Why don't you let us know over on Twitter? You can at them. <laughs> and let them know for better (laughs) where's my bib i wasn't ready for that mess yes girl come on through friday the 13th (laughs) come on let's go (laughs) (laughs) we're like ratchet powerpuff girls we need to move on all right you guys let's move on let's move on into the trade girl um who wants to talk about their sexy sexy trade person first I'll go first this week. Oh, Jamal already has his pulled up. It's like Bohemian Rhapsody over (laughs) here. Like, what the hell? (laughs) I know. It really is, actually. So my trade this week is a a gentleman. Excuse me. I almost sneezed. Petros underscore SP. That's Sam Paul. So he's actually um, one of my old trades sold a telly. That's his boo friend. So they are boyfriends. He's very, like, naturally athletic. He's super hairy, and I think his stash is doing something for me. I'm not sure what, oh, yeah. but I like the feeling I get when I look at his pictures. <laughs> it looks it makes me feel warm inside on these cold winter Indiana days. Yeah, he's got, like, nice thick eyebrows. He's like a real-life, like, Mario character. I'm not trying to, like, stereotype or fetishize, but just his characteristics I'm trying to explain. Like, you know, the classic Mario, blocked eyebrows, blocked mustache. He really has that kind of look and feel about him. Yeah, don't be discriminatory. He could be Luigi, too. Yeah, or Luigi. (laughs) Also, like, I feel like Princess Peach is pissed about this. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Princess Peach is always pissed. (laughs) say that three times fast uh he's so cute look at these ears too oh my goodness actually he has a picture without the mustache and he looks better with the mustache right amazing yeah yeah there's a picture of him with his mustache but no beard and i don't like that one i need the combo i like the combo or not the combo it's almost as I'm not if, usually into stashes. Yeah, it's almost as if the stash like makes him look better. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like the key to his entire image, basically. It's giving him that like extra hipster juice. Yeah. Oh, I'm so into it. I like the one where he's covered in mud. Yeah, that's fun. Well, work. That's a good trade. That was a good trade. Yeah, let me close this. It's getting hot over here. Ooh. Okay. So take off all your clothes. <laughs> Ow. Well, wow. moving on from Mario and Luigi. Um, <laughs> my trade of the week, his um, name is Terry Washington, and his Instagram handle is the R-E-G-O Terry. Nice spelling. And Maybe he's Irish. <laughs> I think he might be, um, but I don't know. He just has a very nice beard. I love his beard. I think that's my favorite thing about him. Like he just always has like that's a super fresh lineup he's he says he keeps his hair clean y'all yeah fresh i like edges. his Aaliyah t-shirt yeah i caught that and just i don't know Ooh, i like this rather led this red leather fantasy too with the see-through shirt mm. yummy red velvet treats 
Yes, but Sa- that is my trade of the week. He has very nice beard, very nice hair. I just like him. So bye. Uh, <laughs> this week's trade brought to you by beards. If you guys want to join Dollar Shave Club, feel free to go over and type in TFC Pod, and you can get your first pot your first package at full price oh my god this is totally a fashion photo review trend alert trend alert sponsor us dollar shave club mustache facial hair sadi nose clippers (laughs) (laughs) gotta shave your nose girl How about you, Seth? Who do you have for us this week? Um, well, my trade's like very different. It's actually <laughs> not sponsored by Dollar Shave Club or Beards. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, so my trade this week is someone named Nick, and he is a model, like maybe, I don't want to say like amateur model because that sounds like shady, but I think that he is like an up and coming model. Let's say that. Okay. An up and coming model. He's an insta thought is what you're trying to say. Oh no. <laughs> he is an up and coming model. He actually is he with an was agency? officially a published model as of one day ago. <laughs> okay. So he's with an agency. So then. he's been doing it for a while. <laughs> Yes, he has taken a lot of pictures for his Instagram, and I think he is also a photographer also. Uh, His handle is at Nick Plugs Your Holes, and he can plug my hole anytime he wants. Wait, that sounds fun. Wait, did you say Nick Close Your Holes? No, Nick Plugs Your Holes. Here he is. I found him. Oh. He's in the Instagram DMs. I know you don't know how to work those, but he's in there. Oh, my gosh. So Nick is, like, fully tattooed, like, all over the place. He's got... What are those things? Oh, he's got the gauges in his ears. Those are definitely an inch or more. Yeah, they're super large gauges, and he's, like, very, like, punk-looking, like, basically, like, a wet dream from, like, any emo band in 2003. Oh, my gosh. Wet dream. Yeah, I love it. He's really... He's Mm. really... I love the tattoos. This, yeah. Have you, you got to find the shirtless pictures because he has really cool tattoos yeah, like, on his couple. torso. Yeah. I really like his style. Like basically if you want to know like Seth's like crush story from like uh, high school to shamefully after college too, <laughs> <laughs> then like this is it. This is like my stereotypical kind of guy that like, is really my type bad boy i do love an ink moment he's also straight which is my type too apparently <gasps> unattainable guys <laughs> forbidden fruit yes girl <laughs> so hop on over to his insta because this is a hot commodity yeah check it out he's got some really cool pictures and he's really fun to look at yeah his stories are really fun to watch too like he's really interested like he's got like this one like best bro and like they just do like everything together and like tease each other it's very homoerotic and like (laughs) fun we can get into that yeah girl all right well that's our trade for the weeks 
Uh, once again, I think that we will be live on Wednesday. We'll try this Insta Live again, and we will be, uh, you know, dishing about Untucked. If you want to come with questions that you have, uh, like or topics that you want us to touch on from the episode, or anything about drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race, or if you just want to grill us about our personal lives, we may or may not answer those, but you can try. Yeah, it depends on um how loose we're feeling <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, we only how loose give is your goose only so many details will be given clap, clap. yeah yeah <laughs> so check that out hopefully you guys are enjoying the lives of course you know subscribe rate help your friends find our podcast and uh what else is there anything else we should let them know before we go if you are following along in the draft, make sure you tweet us and let us know how your teams are doing. We want to see your progress and see if um, you guys might be in the running to go head to head with one of us. It's fun to see all the participation and buzz. So keep it coming. Yeah, definitely. We have had a couple emails about people like trying to figure out how the draft works. So basically, you know, pick your team. If you got a group of friends, you guys can pick your teams. Don't pick the same queens. If you want to play by yourself, just pick five queens and just let us know you know tweet us pictures of who your team is we've seen uh nikki's from nikki needs an adult and she has a good team yes. and i think her friend is playing too so so yeah so just feel free to like keep in touch and let us know how your team's doing and then like at the end of the season we will definitely be asking for your totals to see if you have like done as well as me jamal or stoney Yes, queen. Give us all the tea. Yes. So that was a good thing to bring up because I think some people were confused about how it works. There is no like official thing. We're trusting you guys. Don't switch out players. There are no substitutions. So yeah, put your ego aside and have some fun. Yeah. Just pick the five teams and follow the points. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I've already lost once. So I'm in the same boat as you guys. Like Seth and Jamal love to cheat. So don't do what they do. Just do okay. what I do. Okay. What I'm gonna cancel all that part. I'm actually canceling W-W-S-D, that part. W S D, what would Stoney do? Just do that. <laughs> I don't know. Probably get drunk and shade everybody. <laughs> likely, most likely. <laughs> yeah, girl. How's it feel now? <laughs> all right, you guys. It's been real fun. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed our podcast again this week. If you haven't subscribed yet, do it, and we'll see you next week. But until then, bye. Got you.